Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am here in Beverly Hills with my co-host, Dr. Millicent Ravello. How you doing, Millicent? Good evening. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm here to talk to you about getting red carpet ready. Red carpet ready. From it a is... plastic surgical standpoint, of course. <laughs> right, of course. But to be fair, we are in Los Angeles, and it is red carpet season. Award season is on us. And you know how I know this? Because my commute home on a Friday evening oh, is yeah. about twice as long as That's it should right. be. <laughs> That's right. You have to go through the Golden Globes. Well, the Golden Globes were over here. They were over here, yeah, in right. Santa Monica. They, they yeah. were right here at the yeah. uh, at the Beverly Hilton. Yes. But yeah, going back through all, like, it's coming. Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset, they just shut down. And I'm like, oh, must be award season. It is. Yeah. So getting red carpet ready, like what? So... Not everybody's from Los Angeles, so they don't get this, like, there are red carpets outside of restaurants sometimes (laughs) when they, like, introduce a new dish. Like, red carpet is overused a little bit. But the big red carpets that we're talking about, the next big one coming up is the Oscars, or is it the SAG Awards? I think it's the SAG. SAG Awards. Yeah. So, this is a big deal because you want to look your best. The photographs and the publicity and the right. it's nuts what goes it's on nuts. and so we're, we're calling it red carpet ready but really this is for anybody that has a big event coming up so it could be a wedding a reunion a graduation party like something that you know is coming and you have time to prepare for it what do you need to do to get ready well that's true and then there are of course levels of getting ready oh yeah there are levels and we will go through the levels right right. so there's the concept that you know okay i have a big event coming let's say it's you are the uh nominee for best musical score in a you know film or whatever so you're going to be nominated and you're going you have to go to the award and you may not win you may win so the camera is going to definitely be on you when they say right 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 right? (laughs) What what do you pay attention to the most? Is it your body? Is it your face? Is it your skin? Is it your look? What I mean, never mind the clothing and all that. That's a whole nother. Oh, yeah. That's not even our no, podcast. No, 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 no. Like we're look at us. We're in scrubs. Like, this is <laughs> we're, we're doing our best here. <laughs> but let's talk about your face first because that's really where the action is. When you're being interviewed, like we're sitting here and the cameras on us, like we just came from clinics and seeing patients and all that. We didn't get red carpet ready right. for this one. Right. But if you're going to be on those big HD cameras with all those lights, what do you think of first? So this is where I think your gender is showing because I would argue that it's face and body. Because if you're putting on that form-fitting dress, oh, everyone's have to wear one of those. looking not, yet, not just at your face, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> that is true. So I will, I, will, I will beg to differ with you a little bit there. So I think... My, you, my you, gender you, is showing, as a matter of fact. Sorry. <laughs> just uh, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, but no, to be fair, I think you. I think we should talk about everything because I, I think it's it really is everything. This is why brides lose, you know, the 10, 15 pounds or whatever they do before their wedding because it's the whole picture. And yes, the You're HD right. cameras certainly don't help. I mean, that's that's just terrifying. Guys, guys have it easy. We can yeah. totally get away with it. You, you know, slap a suit on, put on right. a tie. Hides you know, all manner of evil. Yeah, you, you yeah. can get away with anything as yeah. a dude. But you're right. The the women come in, you know, dresses that barely cover anything. And they are form-fitting. They're that very is form-fitting. very key. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's start with the body then let's since you're on it. Let's start with the body. Because I think that's going to take the most amount of time to really get ready. So, 
there is the prerequisite. You got to eat healthy and diet and exercise. There's all those things that you know you have to do. To okay, so we're not going to do that. Now what? But if you don't want to do that, <laughs> or assuming you're already doing that, what else can you do? And I think probably if you're really planning ahead and you're at your goal weight and you know that there's just some areas of your body that need a little bit of extra help, that's where you could consider options like some kind of non-invasive body tightening procedure or my favorite would be liposuction. Little small areas that just need a little bit of tweaking to get you really red carpet, camera ready in that tight dress. Now, and you can do lipo, especially if you do the laser lipo. I will mention that I am a uh, consultant for all my lasers. Uh, but the um, the laser lipo tightens the skin. So you can do that like six weeks before or even four weeks would be pushing it. Yeah. Six to eight weeks before liposuction's not out of the question. It's not. And I would say, yeah, six to eight weeks. The thing is with, depending on how much you do, but generally speaking, a small to moderate amount of liposuction, you're going to be swollen for a good four to six weeks. So that's right. Six weeks is what I tell everybody more if you can, because you never know if there's going to be a little hiccup somewhere here or there. Then moving on up. Well, what else then? Would you, is there time to do like a breast augmentation or breast lift? What if you want to like, sure you know, spruce up the upper pole, pole here. If I would say if you're looking to do a breast augmentation, eight weeks maybe before. Yeah, because it t- I typically think it takes three months for yeah, implants to settle. They really do. Six weeks you're healed. I don't take pictures at all of my patients before three months because yeah, those so implants are still sitting really high. Yeah, they high. can sit high. And yeah. That's not And then good. all of a sudden everyone's in the news and commenting on, did she, did she not get a breast implant? Because they're a little, they're artificial looking for a little while. Or for yeah. a, a long while, well, depending on what you've done. I've had commentary on my <laughs> patients. Uh, you know, it's like, yes, she should say, yes, I did. And it's Jay Coward. But they don't say that. No. They no. just go, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. No. It's yeah. really, uh, you know, like my dentist. Have I talked about my dentist No, before? not yet. So my dentist, who is amazing, John Marashi, he's in Brentwood. He has signed magazine covers from his patients. Like his patients will not only admit that they've had dental work by him, but they celebrate it. They sign on. They bring him framed yeah. <laughs> photos of the and the the requirement he says, you anybody can be on the wall of fame. You just need a magazine cover with you on it. And then you can get on the wall of fame. Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. He's got uh Jada Pinkett Smith. He's got all these people like on the wall. Signed off. Thanks for the great teeth, John. Like, can you imagine if we had that in here? Oh, no, would not fly. Never, not in a hundred years. No, we'd be sued. The HIPAA police would come in here. <laughs> not only would they sue us, they'd probably just shoot us on sight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but you sure. can't do that here. No, you can't say that. So nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about their facelift. Nobody wants to talk about their breast augmentation. They just like to get it. And then go on the red carpet and be like, "Oh, don't I look amazing?" Yeah, it's you know, diet, exercise, and green juice help my boobs grow <laughs> they should be like they should be like oh and who are you wearing dr millicent ravello yeah no, allergan or, sure. uh, you like sientra so sientra 550s that's what i got that's yeah. right no that's never gonna happen no never never it's never gonna happen no i mean they they'll rattle off everything except their plastic, their plastic surgeon, surgeon. Yeah. it's the worst well, I'd rather be the unknown plastic surgeon who did a good job uh, than the one that's blasted everywhere for botching something. Well, that's true. So I, I, I'm okay with being unknown that's in that true. regard. Yeah, well, I have a lot of patients I'd really love to like shout from the rooftops, <laughs> but I can't. 
You just have to sit here and take it. But they do refer. So that's, that's okay. I mean, I, I have to say, I, my my uh, my known patients are really good about referring. Even though, in fact, I had a referral today that's so funny how it happened. But it's like, it turns out that this patient completely knew me and went to like this like known person who I operated. It's like, you know, do you have any recommendations for a plastic surgeon? And she was like, well, don't say anything, but, you know, this is the guy. Yeah. And she was like, Really? My kid goes to school with yeah. his kid. <laughs> like, that guy? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that guy. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, well, he did this and this yeah. and this. And she was like, I guess I'll go there then. You know, it was like very, it was cool. very, it was very random. Like that, that, cool. that comes up. But anyway, back to the red carpet ready thing. Breast augmentation, 90 days, liposuction, six to eight weeks. What else are you going to do before the red carpet? Facelift? Ooh, that's that's a bigger planning one. It's your first nomination. Like, what if this is the first nomination and you need to look awesome? I would say you got to give that a good six to eight. Yeah, I would say a year. A year. Eight, six to eight months. Yeah. Red carpet ready, facelift, six to eight months. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. You can pull it off. In a short period of time, if you're really good with the makeup, I was gonna say you have to do the makeup. You can do it. Yeah, because the swelling really, yeah. the swelling will be done. The scars will will be a little visible. But again, makeup can cover a lot I of that. I facelifted somebody two months before I an event. I think it's doable. I think I did facelift really somebody is. two months before an event. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It's going to, depending on how you do it, it could be a very dramatic change. After the facelift has been in place for six months, 12 months, it gets a little more natural worn in looking a fresh facelift is, is kind of obvious it is and that's yeah. the thing i mean you don't what if you have a problem i mean complications happen in surgery right. we are not sitting here saying like oh we never have complications but you yeah. know we don't have them often but when we do yeah that could be a massive the setback. recovery can definitely be longer totally so something to definitely think about when you're talking about surgery and preparation surgery for is a whole event. different animal yeah okay face face lasers so, so lasers. So there's a whole, we can do a whole podcast on lasers. We will. But really the whole idea of most lasers is to rejuvenate the face. And you can do that in several different ways, whether it's through light-based photofacials or a, a more intense ablative laser like a, a pixel or a CO2 yeah, laser. Yeah, or CO2. Um, and really, depending on how aggressive laser you're doing, if you're doing a full, you know, aggressive ablative laser, you really need at least eight weeks, I would say. I agree. Before going out and trying to be camera ready. If you're doing one of the lighter ones, like the pixel ones that we have here, you know, a week or two is probably fine. But two the weeks. thing the thing with all of the Yeah, yeah, two weeks. The thing with all of the lasers, like the photofacials or the pixel lasers, a lot of times you have to do a couple of treatments to really see a full effect. Aside from a CO2 laser, which is going to have a massive effect immediately, a lot of them require a couple of sessions to really get the best result. And you're, so you're looking at two, three, four sessions of treatments spaced four to six weeks apart. I agree. I mean, I think for the pixel, though, with one pixel, you can get nice yeah, results. You can, I mean, you can sure. really calm down the sun damage. You can, you can get a good, you know, and there's something that I do that you would probably like is this uh i turn the pixel down to a sort of a non-ablative setting but it's still pretty strong and Mm -hmm. i do what's called a laser facial oh yeah 
And it's really nice. Yeah. And that is something like if you like show up five days before, like, what do I do? A That'll laser do facial trick. does yeah. it. You know, you just turn it down. I remember we did a, uh, like an Oscar spa, like in 2006 or something like long ago. And I, I did uh, laser facials on everybody that was going to the Oscars and it was really cool. That is cool. And it was, and they liked it and they really felt like it made a big difference just for, you know, getting things activated so that the makeup takes better. It's just, right. It does. You know, it, it gets, it, it gets it things refreshes. moving. It's like a nice exfoliation. You get the dead skin cells off. You get a glow to you from those newer skin cells coming up. And it is, it's very refreshing look. Lip fillers. Uh, you know, you got to give that a few weeks, I would say. Totally. You got to give that a few weeks because lip fillers are great, but you can bruise. Not all the time, but you can bruise. And those bruises can take a while, you know, one to two weeks on the sure. lips for the bruising to go away. And the swelling, I'd say most of the swelling will probably be done by about two weeks. But again, same thing as with surgery. You know, there may be little revisions, like one side might be a little more asymmetric than the other, or maybe you went too big and you don't like it and you want a little bit of a reversal. So same thing. If I'm doing fillers personally on myself before an event, I like to do it at least a month before. You do fillers on yourself? I do. (laughs) (laughs) I do. What's wrong with me? Where did I miss this, you know? I laser myself, I filler myself, oh, Botox good. myself. But um, yes, I would try to do it a good month before. That way, if there's any little tweaking that I need to do, I can do that a couple weeks before. So for those of you who cannot laser yourself or <laughs> filler yourself, we think that you should probably come in about four to six to eight weeks before. Yeah, I think for so. sure. Um, yeah, because lip fillers are big. The other thing that um, I wound up doing for some people is if they have these really thin earlobes and they want to wear these gargantuan rings, you can put some uh, Restylane or something into the lobes so that it can support the earring a little bit more. That's a nice thing to do. That's good. And then any other fillers in general, fillers that you want to do for lines or for plumping up of the cheekbones or anything like that, I think a similar three weeks before, there's going to be some bruising, not to the degree in the lips, um, there's those areas of the face are a little bit more forgiving should there be any asymmetries, but yeah, I would say a good three to four weeks with the fillers for sure. <sighs> Rhinoplasty before the red carpet. <laughs> let's just, no, let's just stay with the injectables <laughs> for now. Botox. So Botox. You could, you could get, you could get Botox. You could get injectable filler for your nose. Yes. True. You know, if you want to push the tip up a little bit, a little bit of uh, filler in the columella. You know, you want to fill in some denser divots. You could do that, some filler in the nose, but non-surgical rhinoplasty. Right, right. Um, but then I think something like Botox, you know, Botox takes at least a week, up to two weeks to have a full, full effect. Two weeks, I think. To... I think two weeks for the Botox. Again, a little bit more just in case you need a little touch up. Nobody wants to be that person on the red carpet that has like one eyebrow, you know, <laughs> cocked up. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Leonard Nimoy. Mr. Spock. Oh, yes. Then he he would love that. But, <laughs> or The Rock. The Rock oh, has yeah. that one eyebrow thing. True. He can do that. Yeah, but, uh, but you don't want to look like him. No, it's not a look for everyone. On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, but Botox is a great red carpet mm-hmm. uh, thing. And then also your skincare regimen. Obviously, I think you should get and get a hydrofacial. For sure. You know, of course, this podcast is sponsored by Rock Spa. So it's right here. Come get your hydrofacial. It's amazing. Um, I think that that really changes the game on your skin. 
No, I 100% agree. So I think if you're looking at your skin and you have you, know, you have the time, you're doing your sessions of lasers, whatever that is. You know, if you're looking at skin damage, then you're doing, you know, your photofacials or a light ablative laser, the resurfacing for coarseness or fine lines. You're looking at those months ahead of time to get that lined totally. up. Then as you're getting closer to that month before your event, that's your fillers and your Botox. But then as you come into that last week of your you know, preparations, that's when I think hydrofacials or any kind of facial are, are pretty good. I, I like the hydrofacial probably the day before maybe. It just gives you this really dewy, yeah. glowy, plumped up, clean skin. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. The hydrofacial is amazing. I love that machine. Right. And there's no, there's not really any downtime to it. You just, you look, you look great. You look glowy. I want to mention that we are not sponsored by hydrofacial, but we're willing to be. A thousand percent willing. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. All right. Well, that sounds like a, like a plan. I think we've kind of covered it on the red carpet. And of course, learn how to smile. It's amazing how many people don't know how to smile for the camera. It takes practice. It's not. It's not easy. It's unique. You, you got to be okay with getting in front of your mirror and posing. Got to practice. Got to practice. You got to do like the anything. over the shoulder look. You got to check out your butt in the mirror. You got to do the face, <laughs> the smile. That's what I do. I check out my butt. Um, but no, you do. You have to like. You really have to give it a. You know, it's it's not enough to just look great. You have to be able to to work the red carpet. It's a skill. It is. is. I mean, and there are certain people who know how to do it. And yeah. They, they make it awesome. And, you know, I've been to that American Music Awards uh, red carpet uh, two years in a row now. And it's interesting. You see who, like, gets it and who is just totally uncomfortable. And they're like, get me out of here. You know, it's not, it's not for everyone. You no, know? it's not. Not everyone is... Especially is the musicians. Awkward. That's not yeah. their thing. Yeah, that's, that's not what they do. Not <laughs> at all. But, you know, and then you have, like, the actors, of course, they're actors. They know right. how to do this. This right. is their, That's thing. their job. That's their life. But then you get the directors and the, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the other folks, people, and they're like, right. yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's, 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 it's tough. tough. Yeah. Not not easy. Do you I, think that there's a red carpet in the future for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast? I certainly hope so. Is there That'd like a fun. podcast red carpet that we could be on? I'm sure there's some podcast awards somewhere. There should there be. are actually. I think there are. Are there? Yeah. So maybe one of these days we'll be doing our own here we are. podcast. We're right here. <laughs> red carpet ready. We're ready. <laughs> That's right. We'll do our own awards. Get This is how you get ready for the... Mine will be like... I wash my face, brush my hair, and I put on the suit. That's that's it for... I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, this, I'm awful with that stuff. I will be the six-month. Yeah, you can, I'm on the you six can do it on the six-month plan. That's right. <laughs> well, we'll do every operation that we possibly, that we possibly can. Could. <laughs> well, we did not talk about... I think and I, we usually are pretty good about talking about this. Let's talk about the cost of getting oh. red carpet ready. Because it's very easy to say, right. oh, get your liposuction, get your breast dye, do your laser no, facials. True. But there's Crack a very distinct and get ready to be cost upset. to this. Yes. <laughs> so let's get real about that. You know, the- Okay. Let's talk about it. Liposuction is going to be, if you're doing abdomen and flanks and thighs, which is probably the most likely for a form-fitting uh, gown, lady dress right. gown, you're talking about, 15,000 bucks in Beverly Hills, probably 10,000 bucks yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, depending on the areas, eight, 10, something like Somewhere that. Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing fillers, let's talk about fillers because that's probably one that's of the more common one. things. You're looking at $600, $700 a syringe, depending on the filler. Right. Um, probably, le- I don't know if it's less elsewhere because the prices are the prices. Prices are pretty much, yeah, set by the companies. So 
fillers are sold by syringes. And if you're doing your lips, you're looking at probably one syringe. If you're doing your cheeks, you're looking at another one to two syringes if you're doing other fine lines. So depending on how much filler you're doing, anywhere between one to three syringes, each syringe costs between six fifty and a thousand. Yeah. So you're looking you at using Voluma, a, that's expensive. a couple thousand. Botox ranges, you know, per it's, it's sold by we've had this discussion it's be, per yeah, unit. For, yeah, check, uh, four we're going to refer six. you to what's with the Botox, uh, former yeah. uh, podcast of ours. I would say you're looking at anywhere between four to seven hundred dollars yeah. with the Botox. True, um, and then the lasers. Lasers can be quite expensive. You know, those, yeah, that is not from a cheap eight hundred, fifteen hundred dollars up to even three grand. Yeah, depending on how many sessions you do. And yeah, and each laser has a different cost. Yeah, um, breast augmentation. Very variable depending on that's, what you yeah, need. That's it could be huge. anywhere from ten thousand dollars right. to fifteen thousand dollars. If you're elsewhere in the country, it could be right. six, seven thousand yeah. dollars to ten grand. And that's for you know we're not doing the breast one. That's a primary breast augmentation. If you're talking about revising the breast or doing a lift or fat grafting, I mean the numbers they can certainly up. get much higher. And then your facelift. <laughs> then uh, just, you throw a facelift on top of that, maybe a rhinoplasty. Well, you know, facelifts are expensive. Yeah, no, yeah I mean, facelifts in Beverly Hills range from like. 15 grand to there's a guy that charges hundred thousand dollars yeah i mean it can be really expensive i mean i think in the national average for a facelift that's face and neck only is probably twelve thousand dollars the uh cost around here is probably average cost is probably double that maybe a little more easily and then uh if you're doing eyes and brow and all that the prices go up from there yep yep not cheap not cheap but if you can swing it it's worth it and evidently there is no gym for your face so (laughs) This is the only way you're going to get get that stuff rejuvenated. No, there. I mean, but yeah, you know, I just drink lots of water. I juice. I do yoga, and I just woke up looking like this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. Get lots of eight hours of sleep. <laughs> lie. <laughs> lie. That's right. Then that's what happens. It's just you know, <clears throat> that's how it goes. Well, I think that's it. So crack open your wallet, get ready, and start thinking about your red carpet six months before. Absolutely, at least six months before. And we think you should brag on your plastic surgeons. We, are, we want to start a new we trend. Shout out. <laughs> we want a new trend on the red carpet. You know who you are. That you should be adding to that list of everybody who got you ready to and my plastic surgeon is so-and-so. I would love to hear I what I'm doing. I would love that. Just pure honesty would be so Absolutely. nice. So refreshing. It's not going to happen. No. I've but... never had any plastic surgery. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, anyway, that's us. That's the, uh, the red carpet story from Dr. Ravello. And me, Dr. Jay Calvert. And this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is MediSpa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-644-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. 
Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty. And if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the member's pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery, but there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.